When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because the vandals took the handles. AOA podcast back for another episode. We've got lots to discuss, including what happened to Matthew Perry. Sad news that we discovered he drowned over the weekend. No foul play expected. I am a little skeptical. Uh, Shani Luke beheaded. Confirmation coming down from Israeli's foreign minister. Uh, we'll get into that. She was sort of became the early symbol of this uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict here uh, with Hamas and her being a um, hostage early on. Tragic ending to that story. Plus, we got a Halloween candy inflation deal going on right now. Mario Batali is attempting a comeback. We've got some anti-Semites out here in Montauk. That and so much more. All. On this episode. I feel like Married Monday should become a theme because Cuddles is with us yet again on a Monday. What up, Cuddles? What up? I'm here. Um, we might even discuss some of our marriage woes. No, we don't have marriage woes. We have children woes. That's true, but it doesn't work for children woe Monday, but marriage Monday, it all kind of works. Yeah, yeah, my daughter's trying to sneak around behind my back and very controversial topic with cuddles. Something that her and I disagree on a lot. Mm, I'll share with you why she might be right. So that's coming up. Uh, let's jump right into Matthew Perry. Sad, tragic news. Um, when did we learn? Sunday morning? Saturday night? Saturday night. Yeah. Word started to come out. 54 years old, Matthew Perry found dead in his uh, backyard jacuzzi. In fact, if you're watching this episode, the thumbnail for this episode is a photo of Matthew Perry in his jacuzzi. That was his last Instagram post before he died. He took a photo of himself in his own jacuzzi. And that is what stands right now as the last post on his uh, Instagram, which is kind of eerie and uh, creepy. And it has some people saying that he planned his death. I don't know about that. No. Uh, early on reports still seem to be holding up that there was no foul play suspected at the scene. There was no drugs suspected at the scene. However, if you were following this Saturday night and you haven't checked in until today, the new wrinkle in this is that there were some prescription drugs uh, taken from his home. So uh, I don't know about you, but uh, a lot of the times when you're buying some illegal substances, it doesn't always come in a package wrapped up and labeled illegal substances. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it comes in a prescription bottle. Now, what he has a prescription for, I have no idea because this is actually like Matthew Perry's like fourth or fifth uh, brush with death. This is the one that got him, but um, he had a couple of times. I think he had like a, a blockage. Do you remember this? Like a couple of years ago, he well, had like a blockage in his intestines, I think. 
I don't know if I'm making that up or if it's there was some weird, strange thing like that that almost took this guy out a couple of years ago. Un totally unrelated to his trouble with drugs and alcoholism, like just a complete freak health occurrence that almost took him out once before. Wow. So the idea that he might have some prescription medication is possible. That's why I bring it all up. Um, oh, yeah. There we go. Raven, thank you. A rheumatoid colon. Is that supposed to say ruptured or is rheumatoid a real thing? I can't tell if Raven is trying to get me to say something stupid <laughs> or rheumatoid. Oh, no. Here we go. She corrected it. Ruptured. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, he had a, he had a colon, yeah, some oh, wow. colon intestinal thing that almost took him out. Like he um, he told a story on some talk show that they put him on this machine that like that's like the last gasp kind of machine, like life support machine. And they put like six uh, people on that machine that day that he was in the hospital. He was the only one that was alive the following day. Wow. Aww. Yeah. So he survived some crazy things. So anyway, but I bring that up because it's like, you know, it's not that it's not possible that he's on some prescription medication, of course. But as most people know, if you're an addict or an alcoholic, uh, you tend really not to get a lot of pain medicine or, uh, you know, um, any other kind of prescription medication. Now, that's not to say that you can't have a prescription medication if you're an alcoholic. Of course you can. Uh, but. I'm yeah, I'm skeptical. I have a feeling that uh, whether on purpose or not, and usually like if you don't leave a note, it's usually not on purpose. Perhaps he took something or took the wrong thing or. Yeah. Um, you know, who really knows? Now, the other part about this that makes me a smidge sketch on the whole thing is we don't know who called 911 yet. Um, we don't know who found him. All we do know is that as police investigate this is that he was he drowned in a jacuzzi, which you first kind of think, how could that be? Jacuzzis are tiny, you know, for the most part. But he had like a celeb big, you know, West Coast rapper jacuzzi. You know, it was mm -hmm. it was like a pool. Um, so that's that. But um, whoever found him pulled him out of the pool, which I guess is natural instinct to kick it in yeah um but anyway the point is is that the it's not like the scene was completely undisturbed you know and i also don't know how it happened because supposedly he sent his assistant out to go pick up something for him and that by the time the assistant got back he was dead so i don't know exactly what occurred there they also say that he had become quite the avid pickleball player Remember what oh, really? I pickleball Okay. I think most people remember my stance on pickleball. Um, and that he would play for long periods of time. On that day, he only played for an hour before leaving the pickleball place to come home and jump into the jacuzzi. So I don't know if maybe he wasn't feeling well or whatever it is. Listen, I don't think that some person, even with drug abuse in their history, just drops dead. Either this guy took something that he wasn't supposed to, or he had a brain aneurysm and just checked out, you know, because there was no sign of like he slipped and hit his head and fell into the pool. Like they would have said, you know, if there was a contusion or a bruise or something, we would have probably known that already by now. Yeah. 
So they haven't said anything like, well, I mean, he's going to have an autopsy. Like yes. toxicology could take a while. So you really won't know what he had in his system, if he had anything for a while. Correct. Yeah. It'll be a long time till we find out that you're a hundred percent correct. Till we get that information. Aww. But some, again, some of these things, you know, are just like a little suspect. Like they say the assistant went out and then came back and he was already dead. They don't say the police never said, Oh, it was the assistant who called the cops. Yeah. You know? Okay, it's, so there wasn't like a wellness check. Like they didn't send the cops there to do a wellness check. Like, so correct. someone had to call. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nothing like that at all, and it just kind of seems just a little wet. Like they yeah. like, here's what they say: the patient was found by a bystander who had repositioned the victim where the head was out of water. Like if he was found by the assistant, why wouldn't they just say his assistant found him? Yeah. And tried to pull him out of the water. But they specifically use the term bystander, which, I mean, you don't really hear that that often in these types of situations. And bystander, do they mean, like, hooker or... <laughs> by, you know, just like... like <laughs> Hookers have bystander before. They have, that has been a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. I don't know. Something sus. It's just suspect. And I get the same weird suspecty feelings when Bob Saget died and they were like, mm -hmm. he just slipped on the tub. And like, you know, when you get these sort of, you know, police reports and initial reports, there's usually a good amount of typical information in there. There's not really much that you're going to not really see before, you know, Bob Saget's was filled with all those things. And this seems to be filled with it as well. I don't really care for mm -hmm. the, the amount of information that was offered up so far. So either he took something, he relapsed and took something, or he took what he thought was his prescriptions. And maybe there were some old pills from the old crazy day. I don't know. You never know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows if the fucking assistant poisoned him? We just don't know at this point. Um, to Cuddle's point, though, they, uh, his parents, by the way, were there. Oh, his stepdad, his mom, and dad—they were there. They made it to the house uh, late that night, uh, so they made it there. An autopsy has been completed, but a coroner ordered more tests, including toxicology, and those results can take months. So, what happens is on the cause of death, they put. Uh, deferred. So that's what's on his uh, oh. cause of death certificate right now. They're waiting for that toxicology to come back. Yeah. Lieutenant uh, Captain of the LAPD, Captain Scott Williams, said that the cause of death may not be known for some time, but at this point, no foul play is suspected. So I guess that uh, assistant gets to live for another day, but I'm still, I still got my eye on <laughs> Yep. I'm not letting them off the hook just yet. Uh, Shell O'Malley here with an interesting point. A lot of people, a lot of people online uh, going to the jab. A lot of people saying these are jab uh, things, which I feel like, and again, Shell, this is no judgment on you. I'm not saying you're this person. Uh, maybe you are. Maybe you're proud of it too. I have no idea. Uh, a lot of people blaming that for everything that happens in the world these days. You know, like somebody disappearing or dying or, you know, whatever, 
you know, a lot of people are going, well, did they get vaccinated? You know, I, I even saw some people um, opining that Hamas was vaccinated before they flipped out and executed the worst terrorist attack we've seen in a number of years. Yeah, well, why can't they have some heart attacks? <clears throat> yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like, the jab people are blaming it all on the jab, no matter what, at every single turn. So, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I'm not sure. Um, but the prescription medication things is a new wrinkle that is um, that was added to the story just today. Um, and by the way, it's not uncommon. You, f you show up at somebody's house and they're dead. They're going to pull a bunch of stuff. And prescription medications is going to be one of the things they take for testing. Um, yeah. But again, if fentanyl or whatever is found in this guy's uh, bloodstream, you know, then we'll have a better idea of what exactly happened there. A um, <clears throat> couple oh. things on this, too. Uh, the Friends cast put out a joint statement together uh, through People Magazine. They said, quote, we are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are family. Uh, there is so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment and grieve and process this unfathomable loss. A couple of paparazzi caught uh, David Schwimmer leaving his apartment in New York City and snapped some photos of him. He was wearing a huge N95 face mask, obviously just trying to stay away from everybody's purview and not get too involved. Um, so, But that was the first photographs of anybody we've seen from the Friends cast. Also, here's the strange thing. The corner, which served as the exterior to the Friends apartment, flooded by people starting as early as Saturday night. And the restaurant, I think there's a restaurant too that was okay. in the show a whole bunch. People mm -hmm. flooded the restaurant. Aww. Yeah. I mean, it, it was Friends. Everyone watched Friends. You know, it's just, it's sad. I don't understand. I don't get it though, because I mean, I'm trying to put myself in those shoes. I was devastated when we lost James Gandolfini. Yes. That felt worse. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but I lost a younger brother. I didn't cry as much for that as I did when James Gandolfini died, because that was tragic. But um, I never had a younger brother. But no, but really, though, like that was the closest thing I could imagine that people are feeling. I didn't necessarily feel the need to go to Satriali's and have a fucking veal parm. You know, I don't understand this need to go to a place and like immediately like immediately run to this corner and start putting stuff up or to run to this restaurant little owl it's in the west village i guess it was on the show a bunch and i, I watched it. friends i like i liked friends i don't think i'm obsessed with friends as everybody else is but i watched it no, I think it just brings you, I think you have like, well, you're a heartless, you, you're you just a, a heartless person. <laughs> you have no emotion. Um, but I get it. I get it. It would be, it would be like if someone, God forbid, from like the New York Islanders, like passed away, you would want to, you know, maybe go to the, you know, UBS arena and, you know. Maybe, so, yeah, maybe. 
something like that, you know, you know, I think it's like, like people followed friends and it was like a cult thing. Just like there's tons of people who watch like the Sopranos, like tons of people that grew up with friends are like diehard friend, like cult followers. And that's, that make, that makes them feel closer to them. That makes them feel like they're a part of it and mm. it makes them feel better. So there's nothing wrong with that heartless. No, I guess you're right. I just don't. Uh, part again, part of me again, skeptical as ever, feels like these are just clout chasers trying to like get on camera and you know no. be like Look where I am. You know, they're upset. They they're probably around fellow fans of Friends who they can all support each other and talk about it. And it's a way of helping people grieve something that's upsetting. Mm. You know. Uh, Robin, it's like if we lost Elaine again. Oh, uh, I would be devastated. But I don't know if I would go to Monks. I just don't know. Maybe. Wait, know. would you would you try to go to Monks or would you try to go to the White House and go where the Veep is? <laughs> I like, know where. Where would you try to go with her? That's the weird thing with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Like she'll forever be remembered for Seinfeld she was better in veep like she was mm. so good in veep oh i love veep and that show is so that's that's what we got to rewatch again soon yes veep to me is the closest a television show has ever come to our neighborhood treatment of one another as friends right like the way our friend group and how I grew up with older cousins and that kind of thing in New York, the way we just brutally abused one another. Yes. I've yeah. never seen anything that closely represented on television except for Veep. Yeah, it was, they were very brutally honest with each other and roasted and abused each other. It was hysterical. It was cutting the, some of the jabs that they took at one another. Like, yeah. brutal. That's what made me enjoy it so much. That's a good show. Mm -hmm. Veep is a good show. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I love Chandler. I think he's... I never liked Joey. I was never a Joey guy. <gasps> I thought always thought Chandler was the funniest one out of all of them. Oh. I liked him. Joey? Yeah. I, I like them all. I I think it was just a good mix of people. I'm surprised at how like they're still kind of like friends because you would have thought they would have like hated each other or somebody would have been a dick, but when they had the reunion during the pandemic, they were all like pretty tight. Yeah, I read somewhere that like uh Jennifer Aniston like actually checked in on Matthew Perry a lot. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, she's busy doing her own thing and she really cared. So, yeah. Well, I think that they, were, they didn't hate each other because they were all making big money. Huge money. And they did they the right thing by old. sticking. They stuck together. That's why they made the huge money. Yeah. You know, uh, Matty O'Brien, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this one, but there's an interview going around of Matthew Perry. And he said that when his time comes, he would like to be remembered for his work of helping addicts rather than his role as Chandler on Friends. I saw that clip earlier. Aww. That kind of got to me a little bit. That was a nice thing. Oh. He seemed like a nice dude. He really did. I, and I'll say this too. 
the Fool's Rush In movie is one of my faves of all time. Oh, I love that movie too. Isn't that such a great, and nobody yeah. ever talks about that movie as great romantic comedies, great rom-coms, but it is, I mean, I don't know if I'm emotional now because we lost Chandler, but maybe top 10, if not definitely top 20 rom-coms of all time. I just love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And it's in Vegas. That's why, because you love Vegas. It's in Vegas. Um, he's good in it. He's great Selma in it. Hayek is great. I love her. Selma Hayek is great. Who's his partner? I forget the guy. Oliver or something. Shit. I don't know. He's great too. Um, there's a great line where the, the, he plays an architect, and there's this great line where they're like an intern fucked something up, and he's like. They're interns. They're not getting paid. And and Chandler turns around and he's like, we're getting ripped off, you know, because <laughs> they keep breaking shit, the interns. Um, shit, what is his name? Look at this. They don't even have him in the fucking IMDB. Mm, hold on. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll be there for you. He's like a huge actor now. Why isn't he even in the fucking... No, I'm not on the IMDb page. I went to the stupid Wikipedia page the last time I ever made that mistake. You have to go to the IMDb page, babe. I like when they take him out uh, hunting and they get him hammered because he, he <laughs> fell in the cactus. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many great... Uh, there's so many great uh, bits in that whole uh, comedy. Okay, are you still looking up his name? Yeah, because it's gonna kill me now. He's he's in so many things. He plays Oliver Babish in uh, the West Wing. Oh, you love that show. I do. Okay, next next topic. All right, next topic. Somebody in the live chat will, will get it before anything else. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else on this with Matthew Perry? Mm, no. That's Aww. all we got there. Well, he will be missed. Yeah, he will. It's weird to, again... Now, this is the part I do feel. Myself getting older. You, you know? Like when the icons of the of your era start dying off, it's a little it's a little creepy yeah. and scary. Like when you like he was fifty four, and when that kind of stuff happens, and you go, "Oh, that's I'm not much younger than this person." <sighs> I know. You know. We're getting old. We're getting damn fucking old. We are really getting old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul's got it nailed. It is it is all about me to a degree. I do have that moment where I go, why why is this happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because just like your children, you think the world revolves around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but I'll tell you why I'm increasingly getting like that. It's because I just, I cannot, I, time is flying and I can't stop it. And it's, 
driving me crazy. That, but did, you, but did you think you were going to be able to like stop it at some point? Like what? Yeah. What's the train of thought there? Yeah, I don't know what the train of thought is. Oliver Platt, thank you. I don't know why he's not in IMDb. Do I have the wrong movie? Probably. So. Keep going with your train of thought, please. Anyway, it just weirds me out. Like the more and more I get older, it's just I can't stop the whole thing. It's driving me crazy. Anyway, um, that's why it always comes back to me. Like even a tragedy like this, eventually I'm like, oh, now we're starting to lose our iconic TV people. It just drives me nuts up a wall. Anyway, uh, Shani, look, this is the uh, young lady who was, um, I don't want to say poster person, but sort of became uh, the early. She was the I, face of it. The mm -hmm. face of it. Thank you. Well said, Cuddles. Um, after Hamas uh, went into that music festival that started the whole terrorist attack in Israel. And um, she was uh, paraded around and a lot of people thought she was dead. Uh, it was confirmed today that she was beheaded. Uh, just 23 years old. She was a tattoo artist, a German Israeli. You don't get those two combinations together all that often. No. Um, but um, she had some accepting parents, that's for sure. They were really... they. You get a German and, and, a, and a Jewish person marrying. That's people that are trying to put the world back together. You know what I'm saying, Cuddles? Yep. Trying to find love and right some wrongs in the past. Um, anyway, this beautiful young lady, uh, she they confirmed that she was beheaded. They actually still haven't found her remains. They only they they know this from some footage, and uh, they found a piece of her skull. Just utterly disgusting, as this whole story continues to be. Um, so that's just. Like 23 years old. I mean, why? Could you why? Could you I go into a music? Not, not a peaceful. A pe it was a peaceful. Yeah. That was like the name, like something peaceful festival or mm -hmm. peace festival. It's, oh my God. Like, no, no, nobody protesting anything should ever die. But if you're in a protest and things go south and somebody gets killed, it's like, oh, you know, that's tragic enough. Like you just said, they're at a peace music festival for the love of God. And um, this kind of happens to her. Just, just fucking tragic. And behead, I mean, there's there's very few things that are worse. I mean, when you think about the babies and this whole situation, that, you know, that's obviously not great. Uh, but beheadings, I mean, just fucking awful. When, um, when, when we were in our little post 9-11 world, Back in the 2002, 2003, 2004, when when everything in Afghanistan was kind of in full swing, um, this was kind of happening where they people were catching uh, Americans and they were beheading them over there in Afghanistan or I don't know what's the other place, Pakistan. And um, I watched. I made the mistake of watching one of those beheading videos. And. Uh. Hands down, the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. I still remember it to this day. I was in Cuddles. I was in, I was at WSJU Studios, the college radio station. Um, and people were talking about it. And the station, the guy who was the GM at the time, who could find anything, uh, was like, oh, I have the video if you want to see it. I'm like, no, I don't. 
And he's like, well, it's on the office computer if you want to see it. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. And then everybody left the studio and it was, I was just by myself and I don't know what happened. I just couldn't help myself. I watched it. And I remember it all to this day. And it was the worst. I don't even think, I'm trying to think if YouTube was around. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This this might have been pre-YouTube when people sent like MP3 videos to each other and you had to open yeah. it on QuickTime. Remember those old days? Yes. I think that's what it was. It was fucking horrific. And that was a man. I saw I watched it happen to a man. For this poor young little thing. I mean, she's a tiny, you know, young woman. It's just so fucking senseless and so fucking tragic. I, and they parade like they paraded her. They there was video that they said it was her. And she was like passed out half naked in a truck and the men were spitting on her. I don't get it. All I know is that the men that did this uh, the men who did this, I hope that they fucking burn in hell. I hope they get ass raped with cactuses in hell. Mm. I cannot. In, it's like Jewish hell too. It, yeah. Too. Like you, why, why would you do that to an innocent woman? Why, why are you doing it to people at a peaceful? Why, why would you do it? Yeah. I don't get, I don't, I don't get why people do these things. Um, I think it's disgusting. I really do. And to be, they, ugh, it's very upsetting. Very, very upsetting. Because it's, and I don't want to get too lewd here, but it's one thing to shoot a person in the head. That's one thing. To behead a person, it is a process and it takes a little while, you know, which is one of the, I mean, and by a little while, I mean, probably around a minute or so. But if we sat here in silence for a minute, 20 seconds in, you would be like, this is uncomfortable. You have to stop doing this. You know, mm -hmm. so, so to watch somebody's life end over the course of a minute is very, very, uh, very, very tragic. Actually, who was the guy, uh, George Floyd? That was a similar kind of like when you're watching it and you're when you when it's already happened, but you're yeah. watching it naively with the hope that it will it will stop. You know, yeah. when you know you already know the outcome, but against your own intelligence you're just wishing it, it ends differently as you're watching it yeah that kind of that kind of a thing um so that's the kind of a thing there so sad news about shanny look mm -hmm. i don't really have much more uh, on it other than again she was the early face of this war and now it's been confirmed that she was indeed beheaded so um sad sad shit right there let's shift gears into something a little bit more fun halloween candy cuddles it is halloween eve it is it's all hollows eve for some people, my beloved replay crew, it is Halloween already. They're watching this on Halloween or listening on Halloween. Happy Halloween to you and yours. Um, Halloween inflation is hitting us hard this year. Oh, yeah. And I found this pretty interesting. So obviously inflation is a thing. Most groceries, you know, you go to the grocery store, 
most groceries during this little inflationary period that we're in have gone up around 6%. Not the end of the world, but when everything goes up 6%, you do feel it, you know? Yep. 6% gets to 60% after your 10th item in the grocery store. You, you know, you, that's where you're going to start to feel some of this stuff. Yeah. Candy, according to a data Sembi, which is a research firm, candy has gone up double, just over 12, almost 13% in the same time period. So if we're paying X amount more for tomatoes and corn and string beans, we're paying double for Halloween candy. Jesus. That's kind of nuts. Um, a lot of this is due to the fact that chocolate prices. Uh, so I'm sorry. Halloween candy has gone up 13%. Chocolate prices have gone up almost 12%. This is after they collected uh, sales information from over 150,000 stores across 30,000 zip codes representing 200 plus retail banners. This is what my sister does, actually, believe it or not. Yeah, but why did chocolate go up so much? I don't know. And that's the weird thing about all of this. You hear the same thing, inflation, 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 and just nobody has an exact reason as to why a particular, you know, thing like chocolate would rise this much. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Is it like production or like what the hell? I don't know. Um, just today, Walmart uh, discounted some of its assorted variety packs, such as one with 365 pieces of mini sized M&Ms, Twix and Snickers. That is on sale from twenty three ninety nine down from a staggering fifty two ninety nine. Can you imagine spending Holy 50? Fuck. How, so how are much you serious? You you bought a super duper variety cavity pack. No, How no, much is no, that? No, 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 no. I bought a pack that has probably like tops 100 because we don't get trick or treaters by us. We don't even trick or treat by us. We go somewhere else. Um, and that was at BJ's on sale for $15. That's pretty good. Walmart's ripping people off then. Yeah, but that's 350. It's three times the size. And I didn't get chocolate. Oh, there's no chocolate. There's Tootsie Rolls no, in there. Those fuck. That's not real chocolate. Yeah, what is that? Fucking what Tootsie is Rolls. And first of all, I love Tootsie Rolls. I'd rather have Tootsie Rolls than like a lot of things. That's not like real chocolate. Chocolate. First Disc of all, and it's got like little lollipops. That shit. Chocolate. The chocolate ones were expensive. That's why I was just like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm gonna leave the bowl outside, and some little shit is gonna steal my bowl like they did from last year. I hope that fucking kid doesn't get chocolate this year. Um. Little asshole. Um, no, at all. Yeah. Who steals the fucking bowl? Who? And it was the good bowl that lit up. Remember that, like, the light up oh, one? That one's yeah, gone? That got stolen last year from some little punk ass. Um, what so, if it wasn't? I mean, what if it was our 85 year old neighbor who was just being a dick? That'd be hilarious. No, because no, she, she had surgery last year and she had surgery again now. She can't. Not walk. that one. One of the other ones. No, they're all dying around us, babe. They're all dropping like flies, okay? All right, easy. One of them I know for sure still, still listens to the podcast. <laughs> they, don't, um, they don't know how to do this. They don't know how to put their... They'd ask us, like, who do you have to call to listen to a podcast, okay? 
No, one of them does. You know who it is. Um, no. No. If you, no. If you want to know why chocolate prices have gone up, Robin has the answer. Big chocolate. Big chocolate. Exactly. Big, Big chocolate, chocolate up Big on chocolate. their high chocolate horses cuddles. Just playing us like puppets. Just greed. Yeah. Goddamn big chocolate. Fuck them. I don't need chocolate. Mm. Describe a Tootsie Roll. Exactly. It can't be done because a Tootsie Roll is, like you just said, is not real chocolate. It is something unto itself. I don't even think it tastes like chocolate. I think it tastes more like fudge, if that makes any sense. Yeah, or like taffy. Is that weird to say because fudge is chocolate? But it's weird. But I feel like you agreed very quickly. And uh, It's like imitation chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Anything chewy really is. I mean, outside of gum, we should be suspect of anything that's chewy. Like chewy chocolate chip cookies, even though I ate some last night because you bought some. It's very suspect to me. I bought for our fucking children. Not for you. They were supposed to be able to take them for snack for school. Now, the audience, school and you ate them. the audience will be able to back me up on this a million percent. How many times has she referred to me as her third child? So suddenly <laughs> when it's not convenient, <laughs> it's a problem. That's right? A, oh, um, that you, then you complain. And then I have to go out and buy more shit for our kids. So I don't want to hear it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, look at this, Robin. Our driveway is a thousand feet. No trick-or-treaters. Wow, no, that's pretty impressive. Dude, that's right. No trespassing motherfuckers. Not for nothing. A thousand feet is a far way to walk for a bite-sized Milky Way. That's not something anybody's Rob- gonna... Robin, wait, Robin, do you live like where it snows? Do you have to plow that shit? Mm, good question. Could you imagine? You don't even want to shovel outside by us, and we don't have like a no. thousand feet. Could you imagine having to shovel that? No, I I would just stay inside. I would just stay home. I would do do exactly what I do now with less than a thousand feet. Exactly. Like this shit will melt. This too shall pass. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Quick poll. Favorite go-to candy for Halloween. Let's do it. Everybody in the chat right now. Everybody watching replay crew. Comment below. Halloween is here. What are you just like? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to just have six or seven of these in one sitting and feel gross afterwards. I don't know. I'm not a big chocolate, like chocolate candy, unless it's like chocolate covered almonds, because I fucking love those. But like, I'm good with like Skittles or Starburst, and I know they're the worst for you. Yeah, you do love Starburst. I think you I love Starburst more love than Star- Skittles. I love Starburst, but I only eat the pink and the red. I will not eat the orange and the yellow. Fuck those. Those go in the garbage. And you got our kids doing the same thing. I know. And I picked through the Skittles, only the red and the purple. The green, orange, and yellow in the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you very much. Mm. Page Butterfingers and Peanut M&M's. No, I'm not a peanut butter mm, person either. I am so You, you are a peanut there. butter person. You love it. Oh, I'm so there with you, Paige. But peanut, M&M, peanut M&M's, I would. The peanut butter M&M's are not as good as just Reese's. Yeah. Like, just get Reese's Pieces if you're going to do that. 
but a Butterfinger. Again, describe a Butterfinger. What I don't know what that shit is in the middle other than just Butterfinger. I don't know. It's weird. A butter. You know me too. I actually don't have chocolate bars or no candy bars at all. But at this time of year, just a couple of them. Hell to the yeah. yeah. I like a, a little Snickers mini because I like the peanut, the caramel, the chocolate. I like I like things that have like four or five things in one. That's why I love take fives. Take That's fives. Why, yeah, and, oh. but no one gives them out. By us, they give out that bullshit. You know those those little Hershey nugget ones. Those fucking I hate them. <laughs> oh, I wait. hate them. Paul is speaking my language. White chocolate Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, uh, baby. I don't like that, but you love white chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, baby. Didn't you? You? I think you bought that for me one year for something. I did because I'm a I'm an amazing wife. When the white chocolate hit. When the Reese's company decided we're going to start putting all shit, all our shit in white chocolate, I don't know if I've ever hit higher heights in life. That was the pinnacle of my existence on this planet. Yeah, true. Because all the shit that I'm into is never like popular and never available. But that white chocolate Snickers, uh, I mean, uh, Reese's, oh my goodness, the best. Yeah. Reese's, Snickers, and peanut butter M&M. All right, so the, I'm sorry, the peanut M&M's. The peanut M&M's are a big thing with this crowd. I like that. I like peanut M&M's. I like almonds better. Love Hershey's with almonds, the little ones, you know, where they do the Christmas. They do mm. the Christmas. But yeah, I love them, the little ones. Those those I could just keep sit and just keep eating them. Yeah, those Our, are pretty good. Yeah, our kids like lollipops, but they don't actually like to, like, suck on them. They just like to put them in their mouth for, like, three seconds and then start chewing on them. Because you hear it. And I'm like, can you stop doing that? They're just trying to cost me more money at the dentist is all they're really trying to do. They're just trying to suck us dry. I know. It's kind of weird, though, that they charged $53 for a 365 piece, and then they knocked that down to $24 today. I feel like we're just penalizing people who like to be prepared for stuff. Yeah, fuck that. I went to go get all stuff from CVS for our kids because they're not allowed to wear their costumes to school anymore. But they're allowed to dress in fall and Halloween attire. So I got them like stuff like necklaces and stuff to wear. And it was like buy two, get, you know, like three free and. So I just was like throwing shit in there. But yeah, last minute, if you get like the right place, yeah, you can pay like nothing. I, we on Friday's show did this whole story about the school district in Southern New Jersey that got rid of Halloween activities because they were being, you know, politically correct woke assholes and didn't even realize that this same exact thing has been happening in my own school district for years now. Because we got mad about yeah. this last year too, did we not? That they can't dress up in a costume. Yeah, for yeah it's really, it's really frustrating. But they don't call it like tomorrow. I'm going into the school to go into our daughter's classroom and help her first grade class. They're calling it the fall festival. But they're making, and it's not even like fun stuff because I had to help one of the teachers today. 
they're making a spider and they have the kids are putting the legs on it and they have to do the math equations and then cut out the math equation. And those are the spider's legs. And I'm like, just give them a crayon and let them fucking go to town. Like, why are we doing math while doing fun things for the, like, for Halloween? I feel like the, Ugh. I don't, yeah, never mind. I don't even want to say it. I just think it's very stupid. I, I'm just, I'm very uh, aggravated over the kids can't wear a hot. And we had a Halloween party, right? That was a school district thing, was it not? It was at the no, school. No, that was the PTA. That was the PTA. That was the school's, our school's PTA did that. It was at the school and they can use the school premises because it's, you know, they get approval, but it's the PTA. It's not the school itself. Life doesn't make sense anymore. I hate it. It doesn't. Uh, um, Sharon loves pizza. Ninety nine percent of white chocolate isn't even real. You're not real, man. Um, it's mm. my favorite office comeback. Don't, Sharon. I love you, but don't be shitting on my white chocolate. Let, let us have something here. I don't like white chocolate. I love white chocolate. God. I just get white chocolate. Um, Easter bunnies at Easter. Ew. Best. The best. Um, I'm upset with our school. It's so fucking stupid. This whole we can't wear the the. Uh, the I, I forget. It. I, we can't go to go over the whole thing. Um, it's a liability, but also we have to remember that our children are young. So, have you ever seen a kindergarten child try to take off a costume to go use the bathroom? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, if they said that, if they said, listen, parents, these kids got to pee and they can't do it in the costumes and we don't have enough people to help. OK, I understand that. That's fine. They're but, not allowed. You're not allowed to go in a bathroom with a child. You shouldn't be. Nobody should be. But when they're like, you know, 10, when they're eight and nine, when they could handle it. The, I mean, even our eight year old probably have a little bit of trouble doing it. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> at certain point, at a certain point, though, at 10, you're going to be like, all right. You can handle going to the bathroom. You could be able to. You should be able to wear your costume to school and and celebrate. As I said, like we, I wore a costume all my life. I turned out to be a loving, caring person. I'm not, uh, you know, racist or anti-Semitic or anything. I'm pro-Semitic. I'm very for the Semitics. Let's get not. Let's don't get crazy now, okay? No, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Probably uh, not. Sharon's with me now on the comeback. Laura, I'm with you. Cuddles, white chocolate sucks. I, you know, I'm a, hey. I don't, I don't care. This is this is chocolate racism. If I can be honest with you, no, it just sucks. It just you sucks. Guys, you guys are stereotyping chocolate, and uh, I don't care for it. Um, I will say, I do hate the name white chocolate. Like, how did that not get named vanilla? I don't. I'll never know. I'll never know why we looked at that. I went just, I don't know, white chocolate. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know? Why would you name it vanilla chocolate? It's like American cheese. And then they go, oh, it's white American cheese. Like, why don't we just name it something else? Because, because it's white. It's white. I know, but it just doesn't make any Why is yellow American cheese yellow then? Because that's the standard American. If I said to you, what color is American cheese? What would you say? It's yellow. You would say yellow. Exactly. Why is it yellow? I don't fucking know. What do, what do I look like? A cheesemonger to you or something? 
Bird says because it's not vanilla. That's true. It's not. It doesn't really taste like vanilla, but. Oh, God. Sometimes you just have to keep your opinion and your the <laughs> thoughts to yourself. All right. Uh, moving on from the Halloween. Can By the way, um, I'm with everybody on the peanut M&Ms. I'm with you on the Butterfinger. Uh, but nobody said Twix, and that is like my go-to. Mm. Like, I'll suck down seven Twix tomorrow just for those bite-sized Twix. I mean, how can you stop those? You're so fucking... You're complaining about going trick-or-treating with our kids. You are so fucking excited. Don't even... Don't even... The second you complain tomorrow, I'm going to bitch-mack you. No, I'm excited about the candy. I'm not excited about gathering with people. That's not nice. I'm excited about it, but, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, how you have a, you can talk to the other moms. It's very easy, but the other dads are not as easy to talk to. They're very like. How? How? You've never spoken to them. You are the most social person. I am not. And people talk to me and I still don't understand why people talk to me. No, listen, I can talk. Listen, tomorrow I'll talk to them and they will be none the wiser. They'll be like, that Anthony's a nice guy. But in my heart, I'll be dying slowly, just trying to pump out the small talk. Because nothing kills more than trying to be like, as up, what do you do for a living? Oh, but that's, that's how you, that's not called small talk. That's getting to know people. And then trying to explain to people that I, I podcast for a living is not, you know, that's not a fun thing for me. Even during the radio days, it was not a fun thing. I used to make up shit that I did something else. Just to cut, just to get out of the fucking stupidity that follows those questions, you know. Anyway, it's very difficult unless somebody. I just here's what I want. I just want one of the men who's going to be trick or treating to be wearing some sort of sports apparel, have a Yankee jersey on or a Giants hat, something that I could be like, oh my god, can you believe the Giants this year? What are they doing? Who's this Brian Dable? What's he? You know, give me some common ground to talk about. Other than that, they just like, huh. do you like your job? Yeah. Yeah, Isn't that like every guy? Don't, don't like all guys talk about sports. There's like 17 different sports out there. It's There's why we have sports. So that middle-aged men can find something to converse over. It's the only reason why we have sports. That's oh, it. okay. Then my wife goes like this. Well, one of the guys is a cop. And here's what I do with the cop guy. This is what I do. I go, oh, my friend's a cop. He says, this sucks. Does, does that really suck? And the guy, yeah, that sucks. I go, okay. That's our conversation. That's the whole fucking... You are Mr. Personality. Oh, can you believe... Oh, look at this house. Uh, I must have taken a while. Am I right? <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> You're a dick. Do you want to stay home? You fucking stay home and I'll take the kids. We would love to stay home. Stay home, but you don't get any candy. Women get all excited though. They're like, "We're gonna put wine inside of our oh, Stanley cups." Oh, I'm get, I'm drinking a whole around. thing. I'm drinking wine right now, and I'm not really liking this one, so I'm not bringing it with me because I need good wine to get through this. I need good wine for women, our children trick or treating. Women are the only beings that I know that want to walk around while drinking. Like if you ask a man. You want to go drinking, we'll go and sit at a bar or we'll sit at a sporting event. But notice the key phrase there, sit. 
We don't go, let's go for a hike and have a glass of wine in the meantime. It's just not to, outside of women. Bert Kreischer is the only other person I know that likes to get drunk and do some form of exercise. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Men just sit and do because, nothing. Yeah, but I feel like wine just adds to the experience. There is some, uh, be, uh, be honest. You are 85% excited about tomorrow so that you could walk around drinking wine out of a fucking Stanley cup. That's a majority uh, no, of 80, it. 85% is a lot. That's a majority of it. That, no, that's not a majority of it. I am happy to do it where our children get to be with their friends. It's a bold face lie. Let me readjust. Not- Let me readjust. It is 60%. You're happy to, to, put wine in a Stanley cup and walk around 35%. That is correct. 35% of it is you can bitch to the other wives about how stupid your husband is for not wanting to come to this. I don't need fucking wine. 5% is the children. That is the makeup of most women on Halloween. No, that's it. Cause you guys are going to be like this. This is going to be you. Oh my God. This is so good to have a glass of wine. Oh, this is so pleasurable. Look at my stupid husband. What a lump. He's so boy. He's so stupid. Just standing there next to your husband. No, I'm not going to be like that. I am not like that. Sippy sip. Look at how good we're getting along. Look at how stupid those. No, 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 no. First of all, that's not true. That's 100% (laughs) not true. Okay. Two. Second. Second of all. (laughs) <laughs> at, at movie night, I was drinking and you got mad at me because I wasn't introducing you to anyone. I made like you weren't even fucking there. So no, that, I'm not going to care what you do. I, this is not going to happen. You, you you wish you were there. Well, that that's important. true. You had wine at movie night, which I didn't mind. I thought that, I, that was fun for everybody. Uh, so did the other ladies. You're all very excited about it. You all sat there with your little coat. What do you have? What are you drinking? You know, you all did your little thing. But then all these people are coming over because Cuddles works in the school. So a lot of people know her. She helps a lot of the kids and the parents get to know her and all. So everybody's coming over like, hey, hey, Cuddles, hey, Cuddles, hey. And I'm just standing there. You'd think she would have been like, oh, this is the piece of shit I married. I would have taken that. This is the asshole I made a mistake with. Nothing. I, she's just like, oh, okay, hi, just take it. Like, I'm just standing there. <laughs> well, just, I don't need like- you to be a curmudgeon to these people and embarrass <laughs> me, Okay. I am the light of that, you know, that school. I bring such joy. And then there's you. <laughs> no I'm one can believe. Um, get out of here. I could be charming if, if properly. Listen, introduced. I am all, I only bring you to these things because I need someone to drive. Okay. I can't drive home after I've had a couple of drinks with our children. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and, and I am so much fun when I've had a couple of drinks in me. You are. You're fun when you haven't had any drinks in you. I know. Uh, Paige, we don't need to bitch about you men. It's a given. 75% of you men are the same. Exactly. About about 99% of us are the same. We're all all the same. There is no, again, I say this before, but it's the truth. We go to these events at the school and I look around and I've never felt so not special as we all wear the same stupid fucking hoodie and the same stupid fucking dad cap and get into virtually the same fucking car all throughout the parking lot. Like there is no difference between yes, all of us. Everyone has the same truck as us and in the same color. It's very popular. 
And if they don't have the same truck, it's that model truck in a different, but made by a different, you know, car. Like it's the same fucking thing, you know. It's all yeah. the same shit. It um, is. It's the truth. It we're not special, and we are. I would say more than seventy five percent all the same. Yep. Just big dumb galoops, just yep. fucking walking around, wondering when's next time we can get a sandwich. That's all we're fucking thinking about. That yep. is it. Uh, Mario Batali's thinking about making a comeback. Huddles. He is slowly and sh and quietly uh, trying to make it back in the public eye. Ever since he was uh, accused, a uh, big part of the Me Too movement, actually. Um, he has been basically gone since 2017. Several women accused him of sexual assault and harassment, and he is planning some virtual cooking events for early December. He is working with Karen Kapnick for an online event called Molto Akasa, set for December 1st. In an email to the New York Post, Kapnick said that he'll be cooking from his Northport, Michigan home. That's good. He can't rape anybody from his... Well, yeah, he can, he but... Virtually. Virtually. If you buy a ticket to this, you have 0% chance of being sexually assaulted by the host. Which is good. You don't, that's not what you go for. Yeah. Uh, virtual events are produced in high definition, blah, blah, blah. Multicost will be 45 minutes and see Batali whipping up classic pastas such as Bucatini and Cacio Pepe. Here's my question We have so many chefs and so many food personalities. We don't need the sexually assaulty ones. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need a Mario Batali comeback because we have no shortage of people that like to cook on television. There's plenty of them and plenty of them who haven't been accused of doing horrific things to people in the restaurant business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And who's this bitch that's doing it with him? I don't know. It seems She's crazy. Okay to with me. It. She's okay with it. It seems nuts to me that somebody's like, you know what we need in 2023, a rapey McRapestein comeback from Mario Batali. I just don't fucking get it. Yeah. You know, again, go to, go to, anybody else who's that nerdy scientific guy i like that guy let's get him in there cooking some shit who's the guy remember he hosted iron chef he was always like brown oh, daniel yes. brown what was his name no not um oh i'm not sure i know oh. you know what i'm talking about right he was always yes, so I scientific like with his shit i like that guy is anyway. it like alan brown Alan. Alton. Mm. Alton. Alton Brown. Alton Brown? Yeah. Hmm. And maybe that's it. Um, in 2017, allegations were, uh, were raging against Batali, who was swiftly fired from the ABC talk show, The Chew. Uh, he, he was eventually forcefully divested from Italy. Uh, which was also the Italy restaurant in market. Uh, the restaurants Babbo, Lupa, and Del Posto. Wasn't that where we had the big meal, Del Posto? Was that? I think so, yes. That he ran with partner Joe Bastinich. Uh, he also cut ties with the Spotted Pig, in which he was an investor. A woman accused Batali of sexually assaulting her while... She was unconscious in the gastropub's alleged third-floor, quote, rape room. Oh, God. 
Yeah, if you're operating a restaurant with a rape room, I don't think we need you to show us how to fucking boil water and put macaroni in it six years later. You're yep, done. Nope. Nobody wants you with your fucking weird ponytail and your stupid arched crocs. You are a stain on the croc wearing community, my friend. Oh, you're getting heated. I don't take down my crocs. That's my way of life. I don't like when shitty people come in here and try and, you know, ruin how we like to live. I get Which it. is free of socks. Free of socks. <laughs> and walking around in rubber. Uh, in Montauk Cuddles, our own little neck of the woods over here, somebody went and sprayed a bunch of swastikas all over the place. Um, several different restaurants and food trucks, including Naturally Good and Sausages Pizza and Pastabilities. I mean, is there a better name for an Italian eatery than Pastabilities? Nope. Um, which I don't know why the Italians took it so much on the chin. Perhaps it was because we aligned with Germany in the Second World War. Uh, but they went out to the Italian places and put a bunch of swastikas up there and um, wrote things like Free Palestine, which was hilarious in a sense because it looked like whoever it was that was writing it misspelled Palestine. Pretty sure. Oh, uh, fucking that. That's yeah. definitely one of the young people in this world, the younger generation, because they're dumber than dumber and dumber. Mm, it's true. They also they also were words like Juden. I don't even know. J-U-D-E-N. Oh, that's the German word for Jews? Okay. And then, uh, but the phrase read, Jeden die, J-E-D-E-N, die. So I don't even know if they got that right. Dumbasses. Um, one of the people in Montauk said the spelling is not great. And then, um, like, they wrote just, they just wrote the word Jews, which I never understood how people are just like, Jews. Like, it doesn't make any that's one thing like when when jewish people go oh we have to really defend ourselves because people will try and wipe us off the face of the planet if we don't you, i tend to believe it because nobody just writes italians on the side of a fucking wall yeah like you know? what the hell nobody's like croatians and like and every, you know what i'm saying like if somebody wrote yeah. croatians on the side of a building nobody would take that as a hateful thing yeah, but they do it. They put Jews, and it it is hateful, and it's like, yeah, oh, that's ridiculous. What the fuck, people? I don't know. Montauk too. It's weird because, like, at this time of year, like in the off season during the week, there's 14 people in Montauk right now. I mean, there's not a lot of people. There's no reason to be that far away of the rest of the civilization. There's a lot of emptiness out there and a lot of darkness. So I don't know who did it, but I'm sure one of the 13 others will dime out the one that's responsible. Yeah. My wife wants to decorate the house in Christmas decorations, probably starting last week, if we're going to be totally honest. I was going to yes. say tomorrow. but yes. It's happening. And it's I've been, going to happening. It's I've happening. been fighting her on it. I can now confirm to all of our beloved friends out there watching and listening that there are now two homes in our neighborhood that already have Christmas decorations up. And one of them is lit. Yep. There was a home that I passed. Cuddle's not our main way to get to our house, but our secondary way, like closer to the schools. Yes, I see it. You saw it? And it was yep. fully lit up for Christmas. Christmas lights on on October 30th. Yes. they. Be, nope. It was on before then. They had their lights put up professionally a week ago. I saw them and they've been lighting them every night. Damn. 
Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And they're running commercials like in our neighborhood, like in our local, you know, cable market here. That's like people are like, hey, if you are going to hire somebody to decorate your house, we'll give you a discount to do it now. Which makes sense for them. From a business standpoint, you have to think that everybody is going to be flooding them with the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then in that Thanksgiving to Christmas three weeks, it's probably insane. So they're out there going, hey, we'll give you a discount if you book us to come out early. I mean, think about it for them. I too. think we should do it. I think we should do it now. It's, I think we should do it. It's genius for them, too, because it's warmer. You know, they could get to more businesses that way. I'm sure these professional decorators who by the way i mean i don't know how it is in the rest of the world but basically it's our it's landscapers everybody who does landscaping because they're not cutting grass anymore they're like oh, we'll put up decorations they've, they've found a way to like increase their business year round good for them yeah. um but all of those guys are like they're like let's go early let's do it and they must be made because i guarantee they are turning people away in that last week or so before Christmas, they're probably like, I, we don't have time to get to your house. You got to call yeah. somebody else. Why can't, why can't we do it? Why are you being such a Scrooge? Why are you being a Scrooge and not letting me hire a company or at least listen, get up on a ladder and go do the peak of our house. Hey, we change our own tires in this family. All right. Really? really? Do you want me to tell them what you did? Do you want me to tell them? No, I'm. T I, was, no. I was making a Sopranos reference. Remember when Tony changes the tire in the car? He tells his son, "Hey, we change the tires in this family." Oh, really? Yeah, because you didn't change my tire. No, no, of course not. I called the fucking auto club. What I'm fucking paying for? Yeah, yeah. After you fucking pulled the nail out when I told you not to, asshole. <laughs> you fucking got a flat tire. You, you, you just don't. You just. You are my third child, and you're the worst one out of the three. Cuddles, I'm in the studio one morning and Cuddles comes in and goes, I, I, I ran over a nail. Like, no, 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 Don't blame me. Don't. I could have been either of us. You used my truck too. Oh, that's true. I did use your truck the day before. God damn it. So. I just want to say that the Islanders are losing 3-2. They were up 2 nothing in the third. I know, they're blowing it. Um, and so anyway, so I go, I go downstairs and I go look outside and there's this little thing stuck in the side of the tire. And I go, oh, there's no big deal. I go, I'm just going to pull it out. Cuddles is like, don't pull it out. I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's all the way at the top. It's not, it's, it probably didn't even get past the rubber. I pull it out. I immediately hear. Pssst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you, oh, shit. To, what, to which you come inside and tell me, D, call AAA. So I'm like, what are you talking about? By the time I get outside, the tire, the, the rim was already on the floor. <laughs> I came in cursing you cursing <laughs> you till no end okay no, but here's evidence that you just live to drive me crazy we have i don't even know and we have an average house let's just call it that and we have these really high roof peaks that are not accessible but like over our garage we have like a little like roof part and that's what i decorate and even we have some peaks on this like kind of the side and i i kind of put some stuff up there too we have this one peak at the top front of the house that is unreachable. 
It's, just it's not unreachable. unreachable. It's not. You can get and on the roof part and stand on it. A guy just painted for us. Cuddles has week. been dying for me to decorate this thing just because it's so impossible to do. No, and now when she says the little roof part, you're talking about the roof is at like a 45 degree angle. So she wants me to set up some sort of a ladder to be on this roof part to go up to the higher roof part to just decorate this peak it doesn't i mean i should have just i should have just told the guy and, who was up there painting i should have just slipped him another 50 to put some lights up yeah because we have this weird decorative thing and so the guy had to paint that the other day because it, it was kind of fading the house is getting up there in age so it was time to repaint that. So he did that. And she's like, let's just paint it. But I'm like, there's no, there's no way to physically get lights up there and then get them down and then plug them in. It's just, it is, it's not like there's it's, outlets up there. It's like an impossibility, but we have. It's not impossible. <laughs> that nothing is impossible. It is like you looked at the one thing you could find to complain about. And you were like, why aren't we decorating that up there? When the I am whole, always, the that's whole house. My job. The Making whole house looks like a fucking Griswold house to begin with. No, it doesn't. The amount it, of lights could, that we put on this thing. More. There could be more. If it was up to me, you'd be able to see it from outer space. Okay? <laughs> You're not going to be happy until our neighbors are complaining that they can't go to sleep in Fuck broad daylight. Them. Fuck them. They, they, they're so old they can't even see. Okay? No. Right, the, the, last thing, the, the last thing is my wife tells me this before. Um, she goes to pick up our daughter from the bus stop and then can't wait to come in and tell me that my daughter gets off the bus and says to my wife, can we call? And she names a boy in her class who, I don't know if we told everybody this part of it, but a couple of days ago, she asked if we could have a play date with this boy. And, you know, we gave her the pretty typical answer. Like, oh, yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, well, we have to find out when he's available and do all that jazz, right? So Hussey over here goes into school that day and literally gets his phone number, gets him to write down his phone number. And she brings it home and shows me. She goes, I got James's. No, oh, I'm sorry. He said his number. He said his number and she wrote it down. I oh, already have his I already have his phone number because I know his mother. Okay. So she gets this boy's phone number and now I tell her, now I'm I get a little like this isn't appropriate behavior for a little girl. Like you can't be doing this. Like I get a little mad at her. So she gets off the bus today and she says to my wife, "Can we call Let's call him James. Can we call James? And my wife goes, you know, and she's like, we, can we call James now for a play date? And she's like, my wife goes, why do you want to call her now? She goes, well, before daddy, before daddy finds <laughs> yeah. can I get, can Did I call him to... like before? So while daddy's not around right now, we could fuck it. And I'm like, I, can I tell you something? First real, I mean, it was heartbreaking when she was like, oh, this is my friend. It was heartbreaking when she got the phone number. But the, what's the word I'm looking for? Deceitfulness? Yeah. She was, that fucking. She was scheming. That fucking hurt a little bit. That fucking hurt a little bit. Paige says girls are faster than boys, Anthony. Well, I got fucking Mario Andretti here because this one is moving. Like, uh, you know, 
She goes yeah, but one. This, yeah, but this she goes one mile per hour. She goes one mile per hour faster, and she's gonna go back to 1955. That's how fucking fast she's going. <laughs> it's upsetting you because you know that he's like in love with her. He has a crush on her. No, he doesn't. Stop it. His mother then, said it to me. His mother said it to me. Then that he's like in love with her. He talks about her all the time. So we try and be supportive parents because like my sons and everything, and he, you know, he's older. So he's we've been going to all his shit for longer. So we've been dragging our daughter to like we've been dragging to what do you think about it? We've been dragging her to stuff for like three or four years before she could even do anything, you know? Yeah. So when she has something like she's got cheerleading right now, when she has something, it's like a big deal. Like we all try and go and support. Sometimes one of us fakes an injury, like, oh, I got a headache or something. And then the <gasps> other one has to pick up the slack, right? Whatever. <laughs> so, so so I take I take my daughter to cheer cheerleading on Saturday. Yeah. And it turns out this fucking kid, because it was cheerleading for flag football, this kid is playing in the flag football game. And there I am, like filming my daughter, like doing all the cheerleading steps. And then what does she start doing from the sidelines, but trying to wave and get the attention of the boy on the uh, football? Oh, I know. Well, they're friends. They're in class together. They've been in class last year together. They are actual friends. This is she's like, hi, hi Jane, like gleefully trying to get his attention. And I am just like dying inside. Not only am I dying inside, but like, boop, boop, like little, like a cartoon, just boop, yeah, boop, like Pinocchio's nose getting bigger, little gray hairs, just my wonderful, beautiful black head of hair, just boop, just turning gray right before my very eyes. Oh, she's only six. Yeah, Stop I just tied it. it up. So thank Listen, God. and first of all, I She's had a six. migraine. I had a migraine, okay? And I've never missed anything for our children. Everybody knows I was just teasing Never, you. never. I've never missed. I am primary parent here, okay? Paige thinks it's sweet. She doesn't want to upset daddy. I guess that's one way she of doesn't. looking at it. She doesn't. She is like, she adores you. You, The sun rises and sets with you. She's well, evil to me. You are everything. So for her, she doesn't want, and I don't think she wants you to think you're like in competition with him. Well, she really wants to not upset me. She'll come home and stay in this house until she's ready to date at 36. At 36 years old. My cuddles, cuddles said to me one time, she goes, she's really mean to me. She's a, she's a real, she's really mean to me. I go, stop yeah. it. Not our sweet little princess. And then. I don't remember when it was, but she didn't know that I was in the next room and could hear her. And she said something to you. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. She's so mean to me. Like, you have no idea what I go through, what she says. And, and I, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I would have went in there and yelled at her if I wasn't afraid that she would have turned on me. Or else I would have definitely yeah. gone in there and defended yeah. you. Big fucking pussy. <laughs> I fight back, at least. You, you cower. I'm not, not that I think you're a liar, but you know, when people get into conflict, you go, oh, maybe you're taking it a little harder than it actually happened. Yeah. When she said that other thing to you, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I went everywhere, every single day. I swear to God, 
I know how my day is going to go based on how she is when she wakes up. If she wakes up and she's all sweet, I'm like, oh, I have my daughter. Oh, my beautiful girl. If it's not, it's like I have the fucking bride of Chucky. Remember the uh, what? What morning? Oh, yesterday or two mornings ago, and she woke up just not in a Friday, maybe. Oh, oh just she not. Was so bad. And I, I saw it that morning. I was like, oh, oh she's God. really, you know. She was a terrorist all day long, even in school. Not to anyone yeah. else, just to me. When she saw me, she hated. She must have had a bad dream, and like I was in it, and that was it. So and I've heard people say like, oh, like teen teenage years for girls could be rough. Thirteen to seventeen could be rough. I'm not gonna know. make it. I'm not gonna make it. Or like they'll say like, oh, the girls could be rough. And and I never, I swear to you, I never like I don't doubt the teenage years. Teenage years are rough for everybody, you know. Maybe girls a little more than boys. I, I get that. But I never I always just brushed it off. Since we have a daughter, and I've seen a little bit, bit of it firsthand, and don't get me wrong, like we we kid a little bit. She is difficult, but yeah. she she could be very, very sweet. Like, very, oh. very sweet. And oh, everyone tells me that. Her teachers, the substitute teacher, the lunch lady today told me she is the sweetest, kindest. Everyone says she is so helpful, so kind. She loves people. And then she comes home, and it's like Medusa. She mm. comes home, and she is like, um, I don't know if she hates me. Like, I don't know what it is. But I, I always brushed it all off. But now, again, that we have a daughter and we're friends with more people who have daughters, like, yeah. for instance, at cheerleading or at like the Halloween, the amount of complaining the other parents do about how bitchy their daughters are, it's kind of heartbreaking to me. Like yeah. this whole women are women are bitches. Like I never went for that. I never bought into that. I always thought that was a little unfair, perhaps sexist. No, you know, I, I never had that mentality. But when everybody, you know, is saying the same thing yeah. about their three to eight year old daughters, I, you know, again, because everybody but and then the moms, I think that's what's so compelling to me is that the moms are like my daughter is a real shithead and i'm like i can't fucking believe yeah. you know some but of I, the you stuff. know do you know what i think it comes from do you remember the show that cecilia oh, that our daughter was watching and it was like these lol doll kind of things and they had like they were like this voluptuous and they were wearing these little outfits and they were kind of mean to each other and they were acting a certain way yeah she is kind of, she's very impressionable. She acts like me because she sees how I act, which sometimes is like, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I see myself. But got she that watched recording, that show. Everybody, don't Shut worry. up. Shut up. Uh, I, yeah, I'm 41 years old, not six, okay? She acts like that. How? Did you say 31? I'm 41. 31? No, I'm 41. Okay. I'm 41 years old. I, I do not mind. I am 41 years old. thought I heard a couple um, 31s in there, but okay. No, I, I wish I was 31. Um, she acts like what she sees on like the TV, like those LOL dolls and those. I, I mean, I don't know if they're LOL dolls. I don't know what they were. They're like in school. And like a lot of times I hear it and I, I stopped her from watching it. She's not allowed to watch it anymore. Like they were nasty and like mean girl to each other. And now I'm like. She's 
seeing that and she's kind of mimicking it. Yeah. So I'm like, she, okay, that's it. She's a big, big mimicker. Um, boy, Paige yeah. makes a good point here. Your daughter is an angel outside of the house because you give her a safe space to test out her feelings. Well, those, those, she is definitely testing me, but, uh, We need to make our home a little more unsafe, it sounds like. Yeah, what the fuck do I need to do? <laughs> do I need to beat her? I don't, may, maybe, uh, I mean, do, do, do you, we leave do knives around and, and, no, and the stove know. on? Or how do we do it? How do we make it more unsafe? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's why, because our kids love being at home. Our son loves being at home. He does not want to go out. He wants to be home. Yeah, he's he a does big love. homebody. He takes after me. Yeah, he does. He really does. All right, Cuddles, that's the whole lot of it. You got anything else? N no. All right. I'm done. I was just going to go make brownies with Oreos in it. Oh, that sounds like an exciting thing to be doing. They're not for you. Can't wait to test that test that out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. Um, hey, it's our last show to go ahead and uh, donate to um, raise awareness for stillbirth. Um, JSABs lost her first baby to stillbirth, and uh, she's been raising money ever since, doing the extraordinary work. Uh, Star Legacy Foundation is the foundation that uh, we put the money towards. Um, they uh, do research. They, again, help raise awareness. Link in the description below for this. Click on that. If you can donate anything, that would be so much appreciated. Uh, make sure you select Team Diana Holt. That's the name of her first baby. And uh, donate in her name. That would be very, very kind of you. It will be very, very gracious for you for doing that. We do that every October uh, since we started the podcast here with JSAP. So we're happy to do it again for this year. And again, it being October 30th. We won't see you again until November 1st, and that opportunity to donate will be gone. So please donate now uh, if you can. Like I said, that'll be up there till uh, the end of Halloween, and then uh, we'll just be moving along. I appreciate everybody. Thank you, Cuddles. Show Thank me potato you. salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.